As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode... We hang out and talk about things and hope that the thunderstorm over my house doesn't cut out the power. It's Apathetic Enthusiast. Brought to you by California Edison. <laughs> the power company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they serve uh, the mid- all over the Midwest sure uh, with power. They sure do. Yeah. They sure do. Mm-hmm. Enron. Sure Enron. do. Enron was a... Uh, was a part of the whole SoCal Edison debacle back in the the early two thousands, right? The whole rolling blackouts. Did they did they shred all their records? I think they did. I think they did. I didn't. So in the two thousands, when Enron was a whole thing, in the year two thousand, <laughs> and everyone was blaming uh, Gray Davis for the rolling blackouts, uh, and then they had the recall, and that's when. Uh, uh, Schwarzenegger came into office. Um, I didn't realize that Enron was an integral part of that whole thing, that whole situation at that at the time. Uh, I won't get into details because I don't know them, but I just know that, <laughs> that Enron and, and SoCal Edison and the rolling blackouts was a big thing. They were saving money by by uh, turning the power off. There wasn't a power shortage. There was a money shortage. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the podcast where we get deep into the geopolitical uh-huh. situations that took place in California in the early 2000s. <laughs> Back with another groundbreaking episode. I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Brandon. I'm Brandon. Yes, Thank yes, yes, yes. Uh, if you might recognize us from a previous talk we had about the gas shortage in the mid 70s, mm. um, mm. Which one of our best episodes, one of our one of our highest rated episodes back in 1982. That's right. This episode, of course, brought to you by In-N-Out Burger and (laughs) other regionally popular places. Whataburger and Sonic rallies. Rallies is probably more regional. Rallies. Oh, man. Season fries from rallies. Ooh, get out of town. Get out of town. Get out of town. Uh, I, I listened to a very popular, uh, long, 
like it's like the show's been on for like 17 years this podcast and they they record in LA and it's a bunch of comedians and recently they've been doing extremely LA specific jokes uh-huh. where 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 they they'll mention a restaurant or store in LA and then it's like a bit where they talk about uh which route they would use to get there and like which freeway they would take and then what exit and it's it's totally a thing that Californians talk about is do do people not from California do they not discuss how to get places is that is that not a i mean i know we're both from California so we don't really have anyone else to ask but well i i think I, don't it, know. I i talk about like driving routes all the time i think it's uh, i i don't know I feel like in California, there's there are so many different ways to get from one place to the other. You can cut through side streets sure. and you can go this way. You're like, ah, you, you can cut across this way instead and they'll save you, you know, a couple minutes. But like in Hawaii, for example, H1, H2, H3, those those highways. That's it. You've named them all. <laughs> That's right. That's all there is. And if you want to take a side street, all it's going to do is go parallel to the freeway and it is just as quick or maybe slower. And there's potentially no- faster depending on like Time traffic of- on each one. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but at the time when I would have mentioned this, Nobody listening to the podcast at that time would have would could possibly be listening to us still. So so I'll retell it for our for our current audience. Uh, when I lived on Hawaii, the the scale of maps was very jarring to me because I I don't know just everything seems kind of like a little bit more expanded or something Uh, so when i would look at a map and i'd be like okay this street is here and then this street is going to be a quarter mile away or whatever and in the time it took for me to think that i had already passed the street i was looking for and gone like half a block further down Uh because like i I don't know what it is about hawaii i mean obviously it's a it's an island it's it's small but it's it's not smaller than like a a normal city or something like that, that the metropolitan area in which I commute on a daily basis, I don't think is larger than the Island of Oahu. But for some reason, when I'm like, Oh, I need to take, Oh, this street's going to be over there. My brain said, Oh, it'll be a mile away. And then I would, it's it's just right there. (laughs) I don't know. Was that an issue for you? Did you experience that? Mm, No. You're no. like, no, I just use GPS, sucker. <laughs> no, I, I didn't feel like I had that scale issue in, in Hawaii. Uh, I feel like I have that scale issue here in L.A. for some reason. I feel, uh, well, okay, so I was going to this like little trophy. Uh, it's because when you lived in L.A. before, you were younger and everything <laughs> was bigger. That's true. That's, that's true, too. I was going to this like awards and trophies place, uh, and it was in... It was off the 405 and you got off the freeway and then there's a, there's train tracks. And my buddy was like, did you get off on? I forget what it was. It might've been, might've been, uh, uh, Inglewood. And 
<laughs> this that's that's the level of the joke, by the way, on Comedy Bang Bang. Is they're like, oh, I took the four hundred five, and then I, I mean, I get off on Inglewood, but why really? You'd get off there. Wouldn't why wouldn't you take? And then they'd say <laughs> some other freeway, and then just ride same some side street all the way up. And it's it's incredibly funny to the four of them there, and then <laughs> I get a kick out of it. But for the most part, I think ninety percent of their listening audience is just like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, anyway, we, we, you were driving to the store. Anyway, so you get off you the free to the store. You get off the freeway. And then there is a, there's a, there's my buddy was said, you get off and then you have to make basically like an immediate left. And so I, I get off the freeway. I'm following the GPS and the GPS says, make a left in, you know, 200 feet. And there's a bunch of lefts you can make in this, in this, there's, and it's like a little industrial place. There's like a, like a, a warehousey building. And then right next to it, there's like a, an auto mechanic. And then, then the train tracks. So I make a left into the first one and I'm like, no, this isn't the right address. Crap. So then I, I have to make a left out of that onto the main road again. And then I'm like, okay, it must be this next place. So I make that next left and that's the auto mechanic place. And, uh, and that's not the right address either. Uh, so I, I pull out and then I go across the train tracks. I'm like, well, it must be across the train tracks. And the GPS tells me I passed it. Like, where the shit is this place? So I, so I make a U-turn. Uh, it, was a, it was a road I could make a U-turn on. And then I go past the train tracks again. I go back to like the first left. I'm like, where the shit? And then I realize it is after the second place, but the road is so narrow right before the train tracks. And that's the entrance to the place I need to go to. So that I make a left into the main <laughs> thing again. I, I, got, I got there. Um, and then I was, uh, then I was murdered. It was, Ooh. Yeah. Inter- that, what a twist ending. I didn't, I didn't expect that. <laughs> and then they, they put my head on the award and trophy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wins. Everybody, yeah. everybody wins. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's our show, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, if you're, if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, which you can, you can follow us at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can watch us live every Monday, uh, 8 PM central nine Eastern. It's like six Pacific time. If you live you know, in LA with Brandon. Um, yeah. So there are like a lot of thunderstorms happening. Lots of them. All day, all day where I live. And there's there's a tendency. I mean, I live in this house. It's relatively new construction. But from time to time, we lose some power. We lose like a power flicker. Um, comes, you know, turns off and on for a second. Other times, a, a more sustained power outage. But I don't know. It's risky. It's risky doing things like podcasting, streaming live on Twitch to all four of you. Uh, when... <laughs> when uh when i could i could lose everything like so so if the show cuts out early uh for for whatever reason this is a it seems like an extremely short episode uh on your on your podcatcher uh i apologize in advance uh, i lost power and everything's everything's gone uh steve the has redeemed truth or dare oh okay are you playing truth or dare what oh uh, yeah. truth or, truth or dare brandon true <laughs> uh truth yeah, hit me, hit me, hit me with that truth. Um, do you think uh, my three D printer is better than yours? Yes, <laughs> that was that was, that yes. was that was easy. That was easy truth. That 
yeah, that was that, and that was my segue into uh, <laughs> the other thing I'm not doing because of the thunderstorms in the area, which is 3D printing tonight. Uh, one because it makes a bunch of noise, which would potentially get picked up on the podcast. Um, but two, my printer does not have any sort of resume function. If you oh. if you lose power or turn off the printer. So unlike an FDM printer where you potentially could resume or fix a print, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if I – even like the slightest power glitch has ruined 3D prints for me in the past. Just kills it. Gone. Gone. Half a print. You're done. You're done. (laughs) And we've we've been printing uh, (laughs) co-printing. It's like co-parenting but with uh, spaceships. Yeah. We've been we've both been printing over I don't know the last week, I guess almost. Mm-hmm. Uh this epic spaceship design that we got online and we're printing the same thing and sharing with each other what we've been printing. Um and this thing is huge. Like how big would you say it is? Like probably is it a foot long? Like it's 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 it's, it's, it's bigger than a it's bigger than a bread box. That's <laughs> Okay. Um, Everybody, go find your bread boxes and see uh, use that for scale. Here's 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 a here's a square, uh, of foam. There it is. This is it, this is really good for the listeners. It's a <laughs> this square of foam is about twelve inches by twelve inches. It is it is not this big. Actually, uh, it might it might be this big. Actually, <laughs> I, to come to think of it, I, I think it might be like oh shit. Now you've you've printed from front all the way to the back right you're just missing the middle bits of because because it prints in like 20 something pieces yeah yeah i'm missing i'm missing the 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 middle bits i'm missing basically all i'm missing now (laughs) is the main body of the ship that the engine uh connects to and that the wings will connect to okay okay i think that is so you only have one piece left you've got everything else printed uh like the 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 windshield and the roll bar, um, I did not. I have not printed those yet, but those will take. Okay. Those are pretty quick, uh, and and I think two of the weapons maybe. And then I think I'm pretty much done. The landing gear A and B are. Do you print all of those off, or are those just variations? So, um, I believe the model has like three different pieces of landing gear. So there's landing gear A, landing gear B, yeah. and then B is left and right. Right. So, so there's two pieces in the back and then one in the front. So it's like a tripod type um, sort of situation. Sure. Um, I, I'm, I put those pieces on, uh, my slicer. That's the software that I use to, um, send the files to my printer. Okay. And those rear landing gear pieces are huge. They're really, they're really tall. Um, so that's potentially going to be one of the longer prints that I've oh, had, <laughs> like, really? um, at least in the, I guess, I guess maybe I did, I, so. I guess maybe I didn't look at it that, that closely, or maybe I just looked at the front yeah. landing gear. Huh? Yeah. Who knew? So, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what else I, I, I thought, Hey, there's a common thing that we both did this week. We could talk about this 3d print, but I don't, I don't know really what else there's to say other than no, that was fine. Uh, resin resin looks awesome. Um, Resin does but a, when look, you pri- when you prime in sand, it also looks awesome. So. Yeah, so that's that's the thing that the main difference is yours come out comes out smooth already, 
uh, and and all you and all you have to do is prime and paint it. Uh, the thing about the PLA, you can just print it and then paint prime and paint it, but um, because of the nature of the plastic, printing out in layers, little like point zero four millimeter layers, there is a especially when there's curves. There's you can see where the layer lines are like the steps. It's like kind of steps around the the figure or yeah. the mini or whatever you're doing. And so what you want, what you should do is sand that down, sand those things down, and then uh, that'll make the steps smoother. But what I what I found out, what I finally realized after doing a little bit more research after all, all these all this time was if you you sand it, you sand it with like a 120 grit uh, sandpaper. Get some of those lines down, then you prime it. Uh well, or you or you go down there and, and sand it with like a like a 180, 220, and then it makes it really smooth. Then you, you know, prime it with a like a fillable sandable primer, and then you sand it again. And then that makes it uh, it fills some of those those extra little lines. And then when you sand it, it makes it super smooth. And then you want to then you want to prime it again after you're done with that. Fill up more lines, sand it. Ah, so is is be- this the first model that you've used like a sp- spray paint type primer on too? Um, yeah, it is. It is because when I was in San Pedro, it's a game changer, man. Yeah, well, when I was in San Pedro, I didn't have a real good place to to spray paint. It was, it felt weird. Where I was like in my backyard, and I had like a little old tape, a old chair that I had, and I was putting it in there. But I've had this when we lived in Colorado Springs, we bought our house out there and the house had like a, a wooden workbench that the previous owners had made and they, it was there. Mm-hmm. And when we moved from Colorado, uh, I was in I was in Korea and found out that the movers came and moved that wooden <laughs> workbench along with it. And so we got to Hawaii and all of a sudden there's this big ass wooden workbench like, no, no, that was. Ah, now, now we have a workbench, right? That came with us to San Pedro, but that the bunch of shit was on the on on it in the garage. We're now here at the at the new house, and instead of putting that in the garage, it's actually outside in the backyard. And so, what I did now, I have a place to. It's now outside. your paint studio. Yeah. Uh, so I, I took some cardboard, I put it up against the wall in between the wall and the workbench, and now I have a, a place to use spray paint and it works and it's like kind of in the sun it's outdoors uh so yeah i'm, I'm using it more awesome it's great it's good it's great what's so up are you saying i shouldn't just spray paint in my garage <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i mean it's not in, I, my, in my office just <laughs> right right here it's fine. <laughs> Poor, poorly ventilated <laughs> ventilated areas so this this yeah. this space this spaceship that we both got from the patreon uh that we follow that we both subscribe to right both of us individually um it it's a really cool spaceship uh we talked about we talked about you know priming it and all that type of stuff but like i i primed the pla that i have is is black and so and then i primed it with black so right now the undercoat is is black i don't know what color i'm going to actually uh, paint the ship when it's all said and done. Have you put any thought into like your color palette? Uh, a little bit. Um, my thought is to go with sort of like a metallic silvery gray 
like base, almost just like a, a flat sort of steel type color. And then um, weather that with, uh, you know, like some washes or the, the null oil stuff that I've got um, to add into those, you know, crevices and um, add some of those shadows. But then I think I want to go even further than that by like actually some intentional weathering um, to make it look like it's been it's been through some hard times mm-hmm. um and then but yeah it's it's interesting cuz the model for the most part it's all the outside of the ship but there are some some areas on the inside like within the 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 cabin and stuff where there's like a bunch of monitors and different things like that and i didn't really think about that piece of of the ship as much um but i think there's some awkward places to get in there but i think it'd be cool to like paint those screens and stuff and actually like oh yeah um, uh, almost have like have it look like they're on and like lit up or something like that so um that could be cool and maybe do like some brown on the seats or something to give like a more of like a leather look to them oh, and stuff man. like that so yeah uh and then and then just there's some dynamic like things around it with like different lines and stuff where i may paint some paint a different color to to create more make it not feel like it's all just one color throughout the whole thing you know yeah 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 so so like the main color of the ship which what color did you say you wanted to make it like a like a dark silver gray like type cover okay probably okay. like more like a flat like gray like a like a fighter jet type okay you no know, color yeah i uh, i like like maverick from top gun <laughs> in theaters this Every, weekend. everywhere may 27 um yeah i i because it's already black i don't want it to be black but it uh any any color i put over the top of it is going to make it darker anyway um so i i kind of want to i kind of want to make it a brighter color and i don't do a lot of bright colored stuff i think like the the dragon i have the the thing that i the two things I'm most proud of painting are the the turtle and then that that dragon that, that's in the back there. Yeah. And uh like I I think I I I think I want like a cherry red, like a like a like a like a hot rod. Like a hot rod. Yeah, yeah. That'd be sweet. Put little uh that, little that, that that'd be cool. Little flames, little flames on the on some of the little wings like like, like curve around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be cool. Like there's a whole bunch of like engine pieces that come out of the back. And if you if you had those like more of a metallic color and then the rest of the body of it was like, you know, like a flashy paint job, that could that could be really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I also and this is something that I don't think is possible with an FDM printer, but I bought some uh my first like transparent, semi-transparent resin. Um, and it's blue colored, um, but I'm going to try and print the windshield cause there's an actual oh, windshield piece Yeah, and I'm going to see if I can fit that in, which it would, I mean, obviously it would be blue, it's blue resin. Um, but I'm wondering if you'd be able to see through it enough to make it feel like it was actually like a window oh, as opposed mm-hmm. to, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably test print that piece and see how it looks. And then if I hate it, I'll just not include all i won't i won't keep it in there or not but yeah you know what um, what, what i yeah. might end up doing is because if you print the windshield then i mean unless like unless you have transparent material um 
So what I think I might do is, is print the windshield and then maybe get some, like you can go to Hobby Lobby or whatever and get, whether it's epoxy or, or some kind of clear coat, uh, yeah. and then and maybe uh, put it in that shape and then you can put it on top of it. And then, that's, and then that's it would, a, that's, that's an interesting idea. Then that's, it would be uh, inspired, inspired. <laughs> uh, well, here's the deal. We're, we're, we are in the process of printing these. I'm sure the process of printing and painting and, and doing all these things will, will take a long time. Uh, but at some point we'll, we'll have to do like a, a, a showcase of our, of our two works. And I don't know, share it on our, our Twitter or something so that everybody can see uh, what we're what we're actually working on, yeah. Uh, with those things, so, yeah, we'll see. Your, um, we'll see your that... <laughs> we'll see your paint painting skills, which are have have they've they've tripled uh, your your painting skills and mine. I the the dragon was was the pinnacle of my my painting skills, but I think but I think going back to the whole sanding thing, like I that was the last thing I, I really worked on sanding and and getting getting down and uh making it making it a smoother shape um the the turtle i did that too and then everything after that i started just like oh no i'll just i'll just prime it here Uh, because sanding was was a frustrating experience and um mostly i didn't have the right i didn't have the right sandpaper uh like i went to lowe's and i got like this little like hand sander like it just fits on like one finger um i got a couple of other little sanding tools and then the right grit as well and now it like i was sitting there watching joe bob on friday night <laughs> and like with like my with a with a, like, a kn95 uh so the <laughs> so the dust one get so, so you're not getting plastic bits yeah I, I i got my old dremel tool out and was sanding some pieces and uh and i definitely wore a mask for that as well i was like yeah i don't need little uh, airborne bits of resin um, <laughs> in my lungs. That's probably that's probably not great. Um, I imagine for like the the smaller like thirty five millimeter sized uh, minis, um, it's probably still kind of difficult to sand those. Like, oh yeah, is it not? Or no, it yeah. it, it com- completely is. Yeah, and so I, I think when I go back into to printing minis because I I want to, uh, but it there I want to have them look good and i need to be able to sand them um so i i I don't have a dremel i think i'm gonna i'm gonna pick one up uh just so i can be able to get into some of those finer things uh and get around the edges and even even with this spaceship as big as it is there are some things i can't get into to sand um and and some Mm -hmm. of those steps are still showing so yeah there's there's definitely spots where there's like lingering evidence of supports in some of the like crevices and things where I'm like, I don't even know how I can get back there to clean that out. Yeah. Even with like a Dremel or thing, like it's just so narrow back there that yeah. like, an exact, I've tried like exacto knife, exacto knife <laughs> or um, even like a nail file. Mm-hmm. Try to get back with that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of torn right now because on the one hand, like these uh, 35 millimeter minis, sort of the small mini that you'd be, like a game token or um, for D and D things, those small minis, they're fun to paint because they're like they're little. You don't need a lot, but to get good detail on those, um, it's really tough, right? Like uh, I, as as much as I try a steady hand on those, th- like some things are just really hard to paint. 
And then I painted the, or printed the 75 millimeter, which is like way bigger. This size I like. It's like the size of like an action figure from like when we were kids. Um, but the the thought of painting this guy is daunting because oh. I'm like, oh, he's so much, so much bigger. There's so much more stuff to do. And I, like, really, it's the same model that it would have been in the smaller size. I just like literally have access to more detail. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Just getting all the paint, even just laid down on it, feels just like. Oh, okay, that's a lot of stuff. And I don't have, like, an airbrush set or anything like that. That's something I could add to my Amazon wish list. Huh. Yeah, I, 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 when I was at Hobby Lobby and I saw the, the air, air, airbrush, or airbrush? Air, whatever. Yeah, airbrush. Yeah, airbrush. Uh, I was like, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I need... Let me let me let me figure out my sanding process. We didn't know first. what we were doing with any of this stuff in December no, of I last know. year. I know we but didn't we didn't do any of this. This is all I'm, still new to us. <laughs> working on my sanding technique, um, but what one thing that that's helped with that I after moving to this new house, setting up the printer again, I I was using this gray PLA uh, for a while, and it was it kept like breaking off, and I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, maybe it's just the humidity down here. But then I, uh, I went to the older PLA that I, that I had when I first got first started printing and that it doesn't, it didn't break at all. Uh, it, there was no, like, there's no lines, like extra, like little, uh, spider web type type stuff as it, yeah. as the nozzles going back and forth. Like, Oh, huh. Interesting. Uh, so I ran, I, that's what I've been, that's why I started printing the spaceship with, and it worked great. Uh, and I was running out, so I'm like, okay, now I have to order more PLA. And then I was on Amazon for far too long being like, this company has 500 reviews. This company has 501. They both have four stars. And I go to the reviews, and they're like, this is the worst company I've ever had. And then I go to the other company, this is the worst company I've ever had. Use the other company. I'm like, I don't know. I'll just get this one. So eventually I got a I got a black PLA um, in it. It's PLA plus and it I need it needs to be hotter in order to to use this one. Yeah. Uh but it it is it it it's primo. It's very solid. It's good. It's plus. It's plus. It's plus. It's plus. Uh so I've I've had good luck with it so far. Um and I think it's just because I'm in the new house and I'm out of uh, San Pedro that it's just everything is everything is <laughs> Every, up everything's Brandon. coming up. Everything's coming up, Brandon. Uh to include new house, new life new 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 party central uh i mean having a new house provides you the opportunity to throw the extravagant la parties you've always (laughs) wanted to throw uh to to include uh over this last weekend break breaking in the house uh how how did that go it was good uh (laughs) so friday was friday was joe bob night but before every friday night every friday night woo last driving uh, so there was a wedding. My co- one of my cousins got married this weekend. She got married on Saturday, and my older brother was invited uh, with his wife Cammy, and they flew down from Washington State. So they were coming in for the weekend, uh, and they were leaving. They left today, and uh, so originally we were making plans uh, for them to come over on Friday night, and then there was everyone was kind of like, eh. I said, you know what, I have to watch Joe Bob anyway, so we'll just we'll see you on on Saturday. And so we watched uh, Nosferatu, Nosferatu, the original 1922 from F.W. Murnau, and then the remake from Werner Herzog. Uh, 
Nosferatu. So anyways, both, both good movies. Glad we watched them. Anyway, didn't see my family. Saturday went to the wedding out, out in Chino You Hills. saw your other family, <laughs> so, Joe Bob. <laughs> Joe Bob and Darcy the male girl. And Saturday went to the wedding. Um, that was that was that was fun. It was kind of it was cold at the reception, like uh, so so cold. But it was at this like mansion out in Chino Hills. It was oh, I'll have to send you pictures. It was the house. Was, it was it was huge, nice pool, um, open bar. <laughs> it was it was great. Okay, Sunday. That's when we decided. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's when the cruises are, are going to get together. Uh, come over to the new house. That way my older brother, Tim could, could see the new house. And so everybody came over at like one ish. I, I woke up at eight and started cleaning. Like, ah. My parents bought, uh, some, some, uh, some chicken, uh, some riblets and some carne asada. And my dad, my dad cooked the chicken and the ribs before they came down. Uh, I was in charge of cooking the carne asada. And so my, my, uh, older brother, uh, Tim and Cammy, his wife, uh, my brother, Brett and, and his girlfriend slash fiance, Chella, uh, my uncle, Chris and his grandson came over Chelsea and, and my son were, were here, of course, and just hung out, out in the backyard. And at some point in time, Brett was like, Hey, do you have any board games? I'm like I do. He's like, <laughs> like, do you know where you are right now? <laughs> do you know where you are? But but then he's like, you know what? Uh, the big, big five sporting goods is right down the road. I'll just, do you have cornhole? I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, okay, dude, I'll just go get cornhole. So I gave him some money. Him and Chella went to go to big five. They came back with the cornhole board and they came back with a croquet set. And uh, I don't, I don't know if you've played croquet, Travis. I don't know if that's a game not, that you not since not since high tea with the queen back in uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, yeah no. no back in my Windsor days I, I haven't <laughs> haven't really had a rousing game of croquet yeah makes makes sense yeah. makes sense yeah no you know it's a, it's an old, it is a, a classic sport um <laughs> classic sport but uh so you came back with with, with croquet and so I'll tell you. The last time I played croquet was at least 22 to 25 years ago. And we used to, we didn't play at our house where I grew up. We actually played at my great grandpa's house in uh, Monrovia. And all the, all the kids, all the cousins would like the adults would play and then the kids would go and then they would start, then they'd all play. And so Brett wasn't really a part of that. Tim was a part of that, and he used to, you know, uh, pick on me a lot. Because in croquet, you it's <laughs> like you go through, you start from one side, you go through a bunch of wickets, uh, get to the other side, hit a stick, come back through the wickets in reverse order, and whoever makes it back to the original stick wins. If you hit somebody else's ball, you can put your foot on your ball, plant it, plant it right next to theirs, hit your ball, and then it bounces the other ball, <laughs> the opponent's ball, uh, away. So yeah, you just rocket that thing across the lawn. Yes. So everybody is an asshole, especially my older brother and Brett. <laughs> um, but so we, we started, we started doing that. It's up to like six players. So got, we got everybody out there. My kid was like hanging out playing with his, with his uncles. And it was just, it was so cool to like, after all that time to have a yard to, we all get together and have, have a good time. It was, it was nice. It was nice. That's, 
That's so cool. Uh, I, I the, I'm envious the, the, of your proximity to family members at this the, at this at this juncture. I will say this as a side note: uh, don't buy a croquet set from Big Five Sporting Goods because <laughs> Brett, we we set we set the whole game up. We set one of the sticks up, uh, and we're like, "How do we play?" My dad was trying to explain how we played, and uh, he's like, "You put the ball next to the stick. That's where you hit it off from." And so Brett <laughs> hit the stick with the mallet. Uh, to get the ball to move and then broke the stick within within five minutes of setting it up like oh shit so <laughs> that's that's a crappy set a little bit later uh uncle brett <laughs> was he was winning he was clearly winning so he was going backwards just to hit everybody else's ball just to be an asshole and sure. uh so he hit my kid's ball and uh <laughs> and so so he like the little one he's 10 and he's just like pretending like to re- be really mad and so he like he he barely slams the mallet down like he like joke he joke like hits the mallet into the ground and it snaps <laughs> and it just <laughs> and it, it fall, falls apart and he, he immediately starts laugh crying like like it sucks that this just happened but it's funny that it happened <laughs> and then so I, I look at it in the the mallet part. There's a little piece of stick going out. I was like, "Yeah, these are these are crappy, anyways. Don't worry, man. Don't even worry about it." And I I throw it. I just kind of toss it, and then that little part of the stick that was pulling out of the mallet broke. Like, God, big five. Brett took it back. He got his money back. But <laughs> all right, there you go. Okay, big five. Not necessarily the pinnacle of quality, but great customer service. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Also, I just looked up Big Five Sporting Goods because I was really worried that it was a extremely regional thing to Southern California because I had never seen a Big Five in any other place oh. other than Southern California. Uh, but apparently they have retail stores uh, all across the Southwest, including Texas, all the way up to Idaho. So, uh, and Brandon has now opened his window. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, what's ringing? Oh, that was that was that was Dexter calling me. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <Give> me... <laughs> oh. Um, all right. Well, I'm I'm glad you had an it was fun. A, a raging party. Let me figure out the light situation. I, it still <laughs> it sound it sounds it sounds like a great time. Uh I I have I have had the urge to throw a party like that, just with like people from work and stuff. But I live so far away from work that I feel like inviting people to a party at my house is like asking them to run an errand or something. <laughs> like, hey, guys, I'm having a party at my house. Come on over Saturday, 2 o'clock. Does that mean we have to leave by noon to get there? How <laughs> how how far is that? Like, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just so, need... Some, I mean, I'll just I'll just invite the neighbors. I'll so, just invite the people that live close some of my, by. <laughs> some of my coworkers, uh, the the ones that, that helped us move 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 the stuff into the the moving truck from San Pedro, uh, and and some of my other coworkers, are like, hey, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a house part housewarming party. I mean, you gotta drive to see me though, and that's uh, you know that's <laughs> that's about two hours for you. So, uh, you know, and they're like, yeah, we know you. you. Know. We're going to have burgers, but, uh, you know, if you want to come. We know you're inviting us just to, and you know, we're not, we won't show up. I'm like, but I invited you. 
speaking of, speaking of being too I far away, I don't know that you're too good to come to my party. <laughs> I don't know these things. Speaking of being too far away, uh, you're too far away, uh, but I'm still going to have have you and uh, the family come out someday. Someday. I don't think someday. we're going to do the fortieth. We're going to. We're going to start walking now <laughs> and, uh, and we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. I think, we'll I, I think you've got some, some other family trips planned uh, before you have time for little cruises. Yeah. I, at, at this point in these tough economic times, uh, I'm going to be lucky if I can take my family out for the weekend. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, you know, we're, we're going to figure it out. We'll, 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 you know, the economy will bounce back. Yeah, the the Fed the Fed's going to raise those interest rates. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Uh, have, have you? Let's, let's shift gears. Let's let's, just, let's shift gears. Let's let's talk about let's talk about other evil things, and let's talk about uh, <laughs> uh, video games we, we've been playing. Um, this will just be real real quick from from my end. Uh, there's two games sure. I picked up recently, Travis. I picked up uh, Rogue Legacy Two, which I guess has been on a while. But it just came out on Xbox. Okay. So I've been playing Rogue Legacy 2. Um, and Is that a Star Wars game? <laughs> no. No. It could be. Maybe it is. Ooh. Okay, I'm looking it up. It's a, it's a Rogue Light uh, game. Like one of the original where every, oh, every, okay. everyone's a little bit uh, different, but there is a progression aspect to it. Um, it's fun. I, I, I enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, and it's... What's cool about it is I can do it in little spurts. So, oh, cool! I played. Okay, now I'm I'm done with it. The second game, the second game <laughs> I played, uh, and I just realized Matt is saying, "Oh no, no!" There is a there is a a movie franchise called The Evil Dead, uh, which features was created by Sam Raimi, has Bruce Campbell in it. It was Evil Dead One. Uh, and then Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, and then the sequel Army of Darkness, which was much more of a comedy. And then there was an there was a, a like a kind of remake of Evil Dead that didn't really count. It was produced by Sam Raimi. And then there was Ash versus the Evil Dead, uh, which was on Stars for three seasons. They came out with a game, and I was like, I'm I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Uh, and so I did. And this game is is cool. So what it is is there's it's it's an asymmetric. I forget what the the term is. Asymmetric style game, kind of like uh, Dead by Dawn or Friday the Thirteenth. The game, it's a game where there's one person who plays as the villain, and then the rest of you, uh, the the survivors, you're trying to. Oh, get, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're trying you're trying to um, get through the objectives in order to to beat the to escape or beat the boss. Uh, so in this game, one person plays as the demon, the Kandaharian demon, and four others uh, are the survivors, and they're trying to find the lo- they're trying to find pieces of this map so they can find the lost pages of the Necronomicon and the Kandaharian dagger, so they can defeat the Dark Ones, destroy the Necronomicon, or, or protect the Necronomicon, and send evil back to hell. There is a uh bruce campbell okay. bruce campbell is in is in it he's like every era of uh ash is is in it so all those evil dead movies i, I talked about uh there's a version of him in uh, of each of those uh there's four different classes there's leader hunter support and um 
warrior. So they all have different, uh, you know, perks and stuff like that. So if you get four of your folks together and they, you know, they boost each other up and then synergize and it's, it's fun. I'm playing with my, our, our buddy, Aaron. Um, and it's, it's hard as shit. <laughs> the playing as a demon, you can uh, playing as a demon is kind of cool too, uh, because it, you kind of move around through the forest like it does in the movie. Uh, you can possess some of the survivors. You can possess minions. Uh, you can set like traps in the supply crates. So like a bunch of like mini ashes will like jump out of the, the supply crate and like jump, jump on you and stuff like that. Uh, raising your fear. And uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a fun game. So is it strictly like PVP or is there like those you can play like a story mode? Uh, there isn't a a story mode in the um, like traditional sense. There are, there are missions that you can do. Uh, so there's like nine different missions you can do, and they're all based off of either okay. the, the show or the movie. Uh, and they they unlock different characters. Um, you can you can do strictly PvP. Um, you can also do like uh, players versus an AI computer, or yeah. or you can just be by yourself and play against the computer. Um, everything, everything gaining you XP and, uh, to level up these characters and give them better, better perks or auras or abilities. Based based on the feedback in the chat, it sounds like Matt loves this game. <laughs> Matt, Matt is scared to death. So Matt doesn't like zombies. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he hates zombies and zombies are like the slowest, least creepy creature of all time. Because they're yeah, like my my wife who won't watch any horror movies watched like six seasons of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so, this isn't yeah. scary. Just don't go there. Just walk to just walk the other way. <laughs> just a walk a normal speed and you win. Um, so he hates he hates zombies. Uh, there was uh, there uh, the Rainbow Six game that came out. Was it Rainbow Six? Yeah, uh, Rainbow Six uh, Siege or something like that. It's it was it's free to play. It's on the PC and Xbox. And basically, it's like an alien invasion. And so each of the each of the missions, you you go into a map, and there are people that are infected by this alien virus or whatever, uh, and they'll they'll attack you. Matt scared to death of that game because he's like, oh, it's like zombies. Like it's not zombies. They're 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 infected by this virus. Oh, they look like zombies. I'm scared. I'm scared of zombies. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he's so afraid of zombies. I'm saying, like, Travis, what's the scariest thing, like monster wise, in your mind? Um, like like horror movie type. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Premises. Uh huh. Sure. Um, Monsters in general. Yeah. I don't know. I think like the supernatural, like ghosts ghost type stuff is the stuff that tends to creep me out the most yeah why why is why is that um explore that for me (laughs) oh okay well um when i was a child (laughs) uh um i had an encounter with bruce willis and no um i i think for the most part like ghosts existing on like a different plane of existence or something or like not being visible all the time and, and, and being like out of like the normal set of rules of like mm-hmm. physics. Right. So, you know, things moving without 
you know, any, you know, visible evidence of why something's moving, you know, haunting, like possession, like all that kind of stuff. Um, that to me is just super creepy. Whereas like, I don't know, a zombie or, uh, an ax murderer or things like that. Um, that's like a person. It's like, it's it's tangible. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's like, oh, you have to run further or outsmart, you know, Michael Myers or something or yeah. you know whatever. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you there, right? Ghosts, you, you can, you can shoot somebody with a chainsaw, right? Sure. Yeah. If you, can't you shoot, shoot a, no ghost, can't shoot no ghosts. Ghosts, ghosts not are you, not unless you've got like some ectoplasm. Yeah. You know cool backpack with a laser that shoots out of it that's right and i'm and i'm i need to i I need to watch some ghostbusters (laughs) and i'm willing to bet that a majority of the folks out there do not have that a majority there might be a few but a majority don't don't have those things sure anyway matt's a matt's matt's a wuss when it comes to zombies (laughs) i mean they're just so slow i mean okay come on it's okay speaking speaking of speaking of zombies uh since we're on the subject i just saw that um, there is a, a, a night of the living dead two coming out, which is kind of like an unofficial sequel to night of the living dead. Uh, but it is, it has three of the cast members from the night of the living dead sequel day of the dead. And, uh, and we're not sure yet if it's a, if those are the same three characters from day of the dead in night of the living dead two. But I'll just throw it out there for anyone who's interested. Twitter is a buzz right now. <laughs> speculation. I yeah. tell you what. Tell you. I tell you what. Tell you what. Speaking of uh, Twitter being a buzz with things, I'm going to talk about what I watched this weekend uh, that you didn't watch. Don't talk about it too and much. That is. I'm going to talk about every single uh. detail <laughs> in depth. Uh, Rescue Rangers movie. Um tapping right into the 90s nostalgia of afternoon uh disney adventures um disney plus has released a film uh based on the rescue rangers cartoon where chip and dale uh are voiced by john mulaney and uh andy samberg uh, andy samberg thank you and uh it's it's a comedy with so many different like like picture like a Roger Rabbit type blending of reality with the cartoon world and it's just normal for cartoons to coexist with with humans and uh yeah it they just they just grab all the nostalgia possible and pack it in with a bunch of other uh, hilarious cultural references. It's fun for the whole family, uh, but definitely some jokes and, and references uh, that are just there for the adults as well. Um, uh, for our uh, interdimensional RSS listeners, there are a couple of Rick and Morty references oh, there's throughout a couple, huh? the film. Uh, yeah, uh, as as a mod of the subreddit, I'm surprised you ha- you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 subreddit trauma going on. Um, so I'm just Ooh, trying to say. Ooh, spicy. Stay tuned <laughs> to the post show for all stay, the details. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> I did I did see a, a picture that uh, Phil Mark on, uh, who was one of the artists on on Rick and Morty, uh, posted, uh, with, with Chip and Dale, uh, in like they look like the Chip and Dale versions of Rick and Morty. 
so that, yeah. that's the only yeah, reference yeah. I saw. That 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 was a really quick reference that I actually didn't see when I when I was watching the film oh. the first time because it's it's like flipping through a bunch of different options and that's just one of them and I, I missed it. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah. There's so there's just like a lot a lot of good stuff in there. Um, <laughs> I I will say. Th- they were really creative with some of the ways that they got around legally being able to license some of these characters because it's not just Disney characters in this movie. They are pulling characters from all sorts of genres, different... uh, I think I saw a South Park character in one scene. Um, They they use Sonic from the new (laughs) Sonic movies. Yeah, but they not the new Sonic movies, Sonic, the ugly Sonic from the the first trailers that got released for that movie before they fixed him. <laughs> uh, and and I, from what I saw online, apparently the way they got around it is uh, it's basically like parody law, right? So it's they they changed a few subtle aspects of the ugly Sonic, and they're doing a parody of that character, and without like in the script having to be too literal about who it is they were able to feature that character quite a bit uh huh. in the movie uh which which i thought was kind of funny <laughs> and <laughs> there there are frequent scenes where characters in the movie are just looking at him and they're just like <laughs> and it like zooms in on his like mouth that like everybody online criticized what sonic's mouth looked like in those trailers with the teeth I don't know. It's great. So uh, if you haven't watched it, um, it's fun. It uh, If you loved Rescue Rangers or any of the, you know, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck type, type shows from back in the day, um, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good. I, I, I do. I do, do want to watch it. <laughs> Speak. So on, on Sunday, all my family's here. Uh, my my cousin, my uncle's grandson is is in the house he's not hanging out with us outside he's he's in the house he's sitting on the couch and i go in there um and he's, he's watching rescue rangers he's well at the wedding at the wedding he's just sitting in in the it's a catholic church and he's sitting in one of the pews and he's just he's got an ear earphone in earbud in he's just watching tiktok the entire wedding um so i go in on sunday and, and he's on the couch and he's just watching tiktok and the tv's turned off i'm like Hey man, like you can, you can watch TV. <laughs> Go ahead and watch TV. He's like, really? Can I? Like, yeah. Like, here's a controller. Here's the buttons. And there here's you go. Here's how you work the Xbox. Here you go. And, uh, so when everyone was leaving, uh, I saying goodbye, everyone drove off. I walk inside the house and sure enough, he's just watching TikTok compilations on YouTube. <laughs> no, <laughs> this, this is now we'll reverse it. Now he's watching Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. And like, <laughs> God, son of a biscuit. Uh, and uh, the kid's like, no, we started watching it already. <laughs> so we, we, we stopped watching it. I'm like, that little bastard. That's right. Bastard. You, can hit res- you can watch Start Over, click Start Over, whatever. And, little bastard. Uh, I want to talk to his mom. My cousin, yeah, Dana. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. I don't know if... I mean, I will say this: uh, the storm uh, was good to us. We didn't we didn't get cut off early, so no. so that is good. Um, but we're tempting between to be- now. 
tempting fate. That's right. Uh, I I had to I had to create that anti jinx so that we could get through this episode. Uh, so between now and our next episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm, there will probably be another Rick and Morty podcast. So right. interdimensional RSS fans, if you have not listened to the last episode of that show, please go check it out. Brandon and I pitch our own episode concepts and there's still a poll out there on twitter uh, where you can go vote for your favorite episode pitch so if you haven't checked that out let us know what you think uh go watch that episode or you can check it out on youtube youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm and then brandon i have to know we have to we have to have this out on the podcast moon knight hawkeye a bunch of marvel shows Boba Fett, Star Wars shows, you weren't going week to week. You were like, nope, I'm not watching it yet. I'll, wa- I'll, bi- I'll binge Moon Knight when all six episodes are out. Obi-Wan starts this week. Was it start, what, uh, Wednesday? I think, I think it's, I think it's, no, I think it's Thursday, right? Uh, anyway, I'll look, I'll look. Okay, all right, so, all right. I uh, for, I would like two to... episodes, two episodes in the premiere. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. First episode airs on the twenty seventh, okay. so I think that's Friday. That is Friday, right? yeah, yeah. What are so the question are, is: Are you are you uh, going to watch it week to week, or are you going to make me wait? Um, I well, it starts on Friday. Friday's not a good day for me to start watching things. That's fine. Friday, Friday is Friday is the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Mail Girl. I mean, it's going to be on all day Friday. It, guess where I am earlier? Oh shit! Oh no! I'm going to miss Joe Bob that night. Oh no! Oh no! Steely Dan! I'm going to Steely Dan concert on on Friday. Oh shoot! Fuck! The closest thing you get to jazz. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Uh, uh, you're 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 listening to me live break down in my head. <laughs> all... is... <laughs> Tune into apathetic enthusiasm this week, where Brandon has an existential crisis live <laughs> on the podcast. Like, do I? Um, you know, I can skip the concert. <laughs> I've already paid money for it. But th- okay, all right. This is what, we're going to close out with. This everybody. <laughs> Explain to me the appointment level viewing of Joe Bob's last drive-in. Because you talk about Joe Bob every week. You talk about watching these movies. I understand it's a a family tradition. You guys watch them together. Like, is it it only on, on Friday nights? Like, can you only watch it? On Friday nights, like no, no. So what happens is it is on live, you know, it streams live Friday night, and okay. then like the next day or a couple days later, then all both of those movies are on, and then you can you know you can, you can watch you can watch them later. But the thing is, is like when when there's two movies in a row and it's for basically like four and a half five hours. Like you, you want to be watching it with others. It's it's like even even though I'm just I'm with with the wife and kid, 
Like there are other people across the U.S. that are also watching it at the exact same time. And like now, uh, my father-in-law, Mitch, he also, him and uh, his, his wife, Cindy, they also watch it th- live. And so right. like, so Saturday when we, we dropped the kid off before we went to the wedding, like I very briefly talked to, to Mitch about Nosferatu and being like, yeah, I, I never saw, I've never seen the, the Herzog version. Um, and he was saying, yeah, I really, I really like that version because the, the, the score, the way it's shot, uh, people call it boring, boring, but it's not, you know, like, so there's right. this, there's yeah. commute again, like a communal aspect to it. And, okay. and like yeah. after the fact, like we could come back and watch it, but I'm not as interested in it unless it's an event that we have. So it's more about watching it when it happens because that's when everybody else is watching. Like it's the closest you get to like caring about sports. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like I could, I could record a football game and watch it later, but it's not the same as like knowing that it's happening at that time yeah. and lots of other people are watching it live and knowing that people around the world are excited about this at the same time, time I am. And things yeah. Like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. all you, right. You, you, makes you, sense. you nailed it. Yeah. So if you need tickets to Steely Dan on Friday <laughs> and you're in the LA area, uh, make sure you're following us at Apathusiast. Talk, talk to Tony, big, big Tony Levig. And he's he has my tickets. I gave him the money. So, <laughs> okay. okay, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, um, yeah. Well, I I think that's our show. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being a part of it. Thanks. Uh, if you're if you're in the Twitch chat, we we appreciate it. We're gonna stick around for a little bit longer. Uh, we'll do some some post show hangout uh, just for you over on Twitch. Uh, so make sure to not go anywhere. If you don't want to miss that. Uh, make sure you're following along on Twitch and then follow us all over the internet. We've dropped a bunch of these already, but you follow us on Twitter at Apathusiast. I'm at Jogomino. He's at Barnyard Cruise. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show and send us an email, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. Um, this podcast, all of our podcasts, apathetic enthusiasm.com. You can get all of our stuff out there. Thank you to everybody uh, that watches, that listens that supports us on Patreon, patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. You guys are the best. The best. Continuing to support all of our podcast endeavors. Um, really appreciate all of you. And uh, anyone that drops the bits, drops the subs, drops the points over on Twitch, you guys are you guys are doing the work as well. So thank you so much for, for being here. And uh, that's it. That's it for this episode. That- Until next week. That. Two weeks, eight weeks. I don't know. I don't know when we're going to make another one of these. However long, however, however long it takes. Uh, we will see you then, and we will talk to you then, and you'll listen to us then, if you do listen to us. Well, if you're listening to this now, then I'm assuming you're going to listen to us next time. Unless you're like, ah, no, now I'm not going to do it out of spite. And, and you know, Unless you get eaten by a zombie. Oh, ooh, ooh, Matt. Oh, baby Matt. Oh, baby Matt. The zombie's going to get you. Oh, little baby boy. Little baby boy zombies go get you. Okay. Have a good night. Uh, We'll see you at the post show. Okay, bye.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.